0: Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. This is episode 148 of Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. And we have our game recap for you. The Chargers win impressively over the Rams 31-10. For a while, it looked like this was going to be a fun competitive game. It was fun in the first half, actually. Rams are moving the ball on the ground. Cam Akers looked great. Baker Mayfield connecting with Van Jefferson a few big plays. But the real issue with this game was the Rams' inability to deal with Mike Williams and Austin Eckler. These guys are super talented, as we talked about in our preview, especially Eckler. And when you have talented guys like this, playing like that with a quarterback like Justin Herbert, it was just too much for the Rams. You're really up against it. And the shorthanded Rams, the only way they're going to make this a game in my opinion, was to make plays on offense to keep pace with this dynamic Chargers offense, which was clicking on all cylinders, but they just didn't have it. Just didn't have it today. They looked great against the Broncos. Not so much against the Chargers. Just a little bit off in the passing game. Had some issues with pass blocking once again. Run game was great. At halftime, I kind of thought we might have a shot, got away from us in the second half. Shut out in the second half where our offense was really unproductive just wasn't happening for our Rams today. And hey, they've been playing pretty good overall and I thought in the first half our offense was making some plays. We couldn't connect on that wheel route to Cam Akers which probably would have been a touchdown. That intentional grounding cost us another 3 points, but but the way it played out in the second half probably wouldn't have mattered. This Charger offense was just too good today. We couldn't get it done. I'll review my fearsome four keys to the game. Fearsome key number one was establish the run on early downs. Don't get behind the chains. Hey, in the first half especially, we nailed it. Cam Akers was pummeling this Charger defense, and that's something to be thrilled about looking forward to next year anyways. Basically, three backup offensive linemen, and Cam Akers moving the ball at will against this charger defense. That was good to see. And we've seen that the last few weeks. So, something to build on for next year. For some key number two, our defensive line has to continue playing well like they have recently. Three of our top four guys still out. Our defensive line was okay, but, you know, Austin Eckler was a dynamic player in this game, picking up yards after contact eluding tacklers. He's an excellent running back, one of the top running backs in the league. Doesn't get the notoriety he deserves as good as he is. It's hard to really bang on our defensive line. I'm not going to say they played bad, but they were chewing us up in the ground game. We got a little bit of pressure here and there, but not enough to disrupt Justin Herbert in this passing game and not enough to slow down Austin Eckler. And Joshua Kelly had a good game as well. Here's some key number three. Got to figure out a way to cover these big Charger wide receivers. Troy Hill obviously struggled at times. His coverage was there, but you're dealing with a guy like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen also made some plays. I don't think we succeeded there. Can't really cast blame anywhere. It's just a bad matchup for these Rams cornerbacks. And the Chargers took advantage. Here's some key number four, continue that takeaway surge. We zeroed out there. We had two takeaways against the Packers, four against the Broncos, zero against the Chargers, and we gave the ball up once on that strip of Baker Mayfield. So the only thing we really did out of these four keys was, number one, establish the run on early downs. Everywhere else, we could not get it done. And, you know, you got to credit the Chargers or then blame the Rams. In this case, Rams are still banged up. Chargers are a very good offense with some explosive players, and we just weren't up to it today. Run through some team stats of note. At halftime, it was pretty even. Akers had rushed for 97 yards, Eckler for 106. By game's end, Akers 123, Eckler 122. Mayfield ended up with just 132 yards passing, so just 35 passing yards in the second half for the Rams. Herbert, 21 for 28 for 212 yards and two TDs, so just very efficient. Van Jefferson, after a productive first half, three catches for 77 yards, was shut out in the second half. Mike Williams, seven catches for 94 yards. If you had asked me, I would have guessed that guy had 154 yards. He was chewing up screen time. Taylor Rapp was the Rams' leading tackler, eight solo, one assist. Ernest Jones got back to normal on the stat sheet after two unproductive weeks, five tackles with four assists. So next up, we are going to have our game capture followed by some additional notes in our loop around the league, but I wanted to talk about what it means moving forward next week. Playoff-wise in the NFC, it's getting interesting. The Packers are in if they beat Detroit. That game's in Green Bay. Not the best situation for Jared Goff. The Lions are in with a win over the Packers, but they need the Rams to win at Seattle. And the Seahawks are in with a win over the Rams and a Lions win. So it's kind of interesting. The Rams and Lions have this relationship built with these guys in the front office that moved over to Detroit, and then they trade it for Jared Goff. Hey, you know what? How about this, Detroit? You want us to win? Send us back a draft pick or we're going to start John Wolford. How about that? I think the Rams have a good shot at beating Seattle. You know they're going to show up and play. That's a tough place to play in January though, but Detroit is going to be pulling for the Rams. And then if they take care of business, Jared Goff and the Lions roll into the playoffs. Back in a second. get through this game possession by possession. Rams get the ball first, pick up a first down on the ground. Cam Akers doing the work and then Mayfield tries to hit Akers on a wheel route and Akers cannot pull it in. Looked like it could have been a touchdown. Turned out to be very costly. Mayfield is sacked moments later by ex-Ram Morgan Fox and the Rams punt. Chargers take over at the 24. They convert a third and one, get to midfield, but it's negated by a holding call, and then a long pass is incomplete, and they punt. Rams from their own 14, Mayfield scrambles for a first down, Higby two receptions for another first down, and then Akers takes a pitch to the left and goes for 42 yards. They get a first down at the 10, first and goal, can't punch it in, settle for a 23-yard field goal to first points of the game. Rams up three to nothing. Chargers go on a 75-yard drive. A 26-yard pass to Mike Williams gets the drive going. Later on, Williams another 18-yard reception to the Rams nine, and then Austin Eckler gets in on first down. Chargers up seven to three. The Rams next possession, they drive all the way to the Chargers 33. Big play was a pass from Mayfield to Jefferson for 39 yards. This is the drive where they had that weird intentional grounding call. Everybody except the guys that matter thought it was not grounding. Mayfield was outside the tackle box, but they call grounding and the Rams have to punt. Nice pump by Riley Dixon. Chargers have to start at their own 10, but from their own 28, Austin Eckler bursts out for a 72-yard run, gets through that first line of defense, and he's off and running. Chargers have a 14-3 lead. But the Rams answer with a touchdown of their own. Seven plays, 75 yards. A couple receptions by Jefferson for 16 yards and another for 22 yards. And then Malcolm Brown tops it off up the middle for 23 yards untouched. And the Rams have closed to 14 to 10. The last possession of the half is a strange one. 409 left. Chargers from their own 25. This is the drive where Mike Williams made that incredible one-handed catch for 18 yards. And then a play later, Ramsey blitzes, knocks the ball out of Justin Herbert's hand just as he's about to release it. The ball rolls backwards. It's a 22 yard loss, at least it appears to be. They go to break as the Chargers challenge, and I'm expecting it to be a third and 24 or something like that. But no, they overturn it, saying that his shoulder is moving forward. Now, I know what the rules are by rule, I guess. It was an incompletion, but any sane person watching that play would tell you it was a fumble. But the Chargers retain possession, but the Rams hold from there, forcing a field goal, and they go to the half, Chargers up 17 to 10. Some halftime stats of note. Baker Mayfield 8 for 12 for 97 yards. And Cam Akers 13 rushes for 97 yards. Van Jefferson, three receptions for 77 yards. On the Chargers side, thanks to that one big run, Austin Eckler, six rushes for 102 yards. He has two TDs. Justin Herbert, 10 for 16 for 108 yards. Mike Williams, five catches for 76 yards. Total yards, fairly even. Chargers with a 20-yard edge, 241 to 221. The second half did not start well for the Rams. Actually, it didn't finish well for the Rams either. Chargers drive 75 yards with their opening second-half possession. Mike Williams and Austin Eckler are just getting it going at this point, and Rams have no answer. Gerald Everett caps things off with a 13-yard TD reception. Chargers have a 24-10 lead. Rams are still in it, though, down two touchdowns, two scores. They move the ball into Charger territory, but on third and three, Mayfield is stripped of the ball and the Chargers recover. They're in great field position, but Michael Hoyt brings pressure on third and nine. Troy Hill makes the tackle, forcing the punt, and the Rams get the ball back at their own 24. Akers, with a run and a reception, picks up one first down, but a false start, a scramble, and then the Chargers blow up a play as Mayfield is handing the ball off third and long. Mayfield overthrows 2-2, and the Rams punt again. We're into the fourth quarter now. The Chargers drive for another touchdown. Big play was a pass to Keenan Allen right after Nick Scott went out with an injury. Donald Parham gets the TD reception, beating Taylor Rapp, and it's 31-10 Chargers. At this point, we're entering garbage time. starts to look like a preseason game. Rams go three and out. Mayfield can't connect with Lance McCutcheon. Chargers bring in Chase Daniels. They end up punting. On the Rams' next possession, Mayfield sacked back at the two. The Rams punt, and the Chargers punt, and this game is basically over at this point. 31-10. Rams shut out in the second half. Chargers get a touchdown in the third and the fourth quarter. 31-10, the final score the fans, the tradition, the glory. There's nothing more thrilling than college football and it all comes down to the national championship game. My go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top rated sportsbook apps. And let's take a look at that championship game, TCU versus Georgia at SoFi Stadium. Georgia, the early 13-point favorites. I'll take Georgia to win straight up, but I like TCU in those 13 points with their great wide receiver, Quentin Johnson, getting into the end zone a couple of times. And don't forget, on DraftKings Sportsbook, everyone can combine multiple bets for big payouts with DraftKings' same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN. New customers bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's get through some additional notes on this game. How about my fearsome four big plays of the game? I could probably list... Four plays by Mike Williams and four by Austin Eckler. But this is a Ram show, not a Charger show. And I also have to say, this segment, my fearsome four big plays of the game, it was a lot more fun last year. It hasn't been so great this year. Last year it was Cooper Cup for 45 yards, catch and run. Aaron Donald getting to the quarterback Matthew Stafford throwing dimes. Tyler Higby bowling his way into the end zone. OBJ. Jalen Ramsey with great open field tackles. Not so much this year, but what are my first and four big plays of this game? Number one, the Rams' first possession. No score, of course. Cam Akers can't reel in that early wheel route. I'm telling you, that's a touchdown. Seven points gone forever. Here's some big play number two. The Chargers lead 7-3 early in the second quarter. Second and five from the Rams 28. Austin Eckler takes a handoff, goes through the right side. Nick Scott gets sealed off by a block. Troy Hill's ankle tackle doesn't get it done. And Taylor Rapp can't catch him. Eckler is off and running 72 yards for the TD. And the Chargers lead 14-3 some big play number three, you know, I'm going to include that one-handed catch by Mike Williams. The Chargers led 14 to 10 late in the first half, and that play may not have been as big a play as you might think in the grand scheme of things, but it helped him get into field goal to go up 17 to 10 at halftime. And hey, it was a beauty, so I'm going to include it. Fearsome big play number four, in the third quarter, the Rams are down 24 to 10 now, but still have some life. Mayfield hits. Bryson Hopkins for 21 yards, but moments later they're facing a third and four from their own 35, and Mayfield is stripped of the ball, turning it over to the Chargers. Now the Rams held there, forced a punt, but it was really the last gasp of the Rams offense this day, and after an exchange of punts, the Chargers added their final TD of the day to go up 31 to 10. Worth noting from this game, now, I was really excited to hear that Ode Abushi's suspension had been rescinded. Then it was Chandler Brewer starting at right guard. Pretty surprising. And in Brewer's case, remember, he opted out of the 2020 COVID season, so they haven't got as much of a look at him as possible, but they clearly like him. They need to see what he can do because the Rams have some decisions to make. Offensive linemen under contract next year. Joseph Noteboom, Alaric Jackson, A.J. Curry, Logan Bruss, Brian Allen, Coleman Shelton, Tremaine Ankrum, and Rob Havenstein. Bobby Evans, by the way, was waived during the week. So Brewer is a guy that can be retained at a cap-friendly number, add to this group, and maybe diminish the need of the Rams to draft offensive line. And I've been talking about that ad nauseum, I know. I've seen people saying the Rams should draft three, four offensive linemen. It's not going to happen, folks. At least I don't think it should. We'll talk about that more on our YouTube channel in the coming week or so. I wanted to mention Russ Yeast real quickly. I like what I see uh, his play in the secondary so far. Not sure how he's grading out, but someone needs to coach him up on punt coverage. Three times in this game, he blew by the returner, took himself entirely out of the play. So I don't think that's by design. I certainly hope not. they got to fix that. Now, was there a play of the game for the Rams? Yeah, I'd say that blitz pickup by Cam Akers on the completion of Bryson Hopkins. That was a sight to see. He obliterated the blitzing charger, allowed Mayfield to make that pass. It was a great play by Cam Akers. And speaking of Cam Akers player props, got to start with Cam Akers. He was getting yards after contact, he was making guys miss, spin moves, dodging and darting, everything you want to see in a running back, except for that will route. I thought he should have had that. And I think the offensive line overall in the run game played pretty darn good. Of course, this is a Charger team that struggles against the run, but still they played well in that facet of the game. Other than that, can't really call out anybody Maybe we'll talk about this in our next pod after we see the pro football focus grades. Not sure who played well. Really hard to tell in this game. I think Troy Hill had a long day, but it wasn't that he played bad. He was just overmatched by Mike Williams and some of these Charger receivers. Nothing to say coaching-wise. The announcer is the CBS guy Sparrow Didis. Is that how you pronounce it? And Jay Feely. Not bad. Obviously a third Tier broadcasting group for CBS, but no major complaints. And the referees, well, they clearly missed the intentional grounding call, and I would argue that should have been a fumble on the Justin Herbert play. And what does it all mean? Well, the Rams go up to Seattle next week, see if they can ruin the Seahawks season and help the Lions out. Seahawks really struggle defending the run. Could be a big day for Cam Akers. We'll have our preview of that game coming up Thursday morning. Let's do our loop around the league. That Thursday night game, Cowboys defeat the Titans. Titans led by quarterback Joshua Dobbs. Dallas wins twenty-seven to thirteen. Titan fans, maybe understanding how Ram fans feel going into a game you need to win with a backup quarterback that's really not up to the task. The Falcons spoiling the Rams' run for last place in the division for now, beating the Cardinals 20-19, kicking a 21-yard field goal in the last play of the game. The Lions take care of business, beating the Bears 41-10. Jared Goff, three more TDs. The Jags 31, the Texans 3. Jags still need to win next week against the Titans to get into the playoffs. That'll be for all the marbles in the AFC South. The Texans lock up the first pick in the draft. The Chiefs somehow only beat the Broncos by 3, 27-24. to So by my math right now, the Rams are about 40 points better than the Chiefs. Is that how it works? Patriots 23, Dolphins 21 meaning the Patriots leapfrog the Dolphins. Miami is out of the playoffs for now. Pats are in, but the Pats get the Bills next week while the Dolphins host the Jets. The Giants 38, the Colts 10. Giants lock up a playoff spot. Saints 20, Eagles 10. Minshaw starting for Hurts, and the Saints get the win there. Browns 24, Commanders 10. Carson Wentz 3 interceptions. Commander is slipping and are likely going to miss the playoffs now. Bucks lock up the NFC South with a 30 24 win over the Panthers. The quarterbacks there, Sam Darnold and Tom Brady, combined for 773 yards passing. The Panthers led 21 10 early in the fourth, but in the fourth quarter, Brady connects with Evans for a 57 yard touchdown and then a 30 yard touchdown. And Brady rushes in for another, and the Bucks pull it out. Carolina eliminated, and the Bucs lock up that division. In afternoon games, while the Rams were playing, Seattle at home over the Jets, 23-6. Kind of saw that coming. Seahawks are tough at home in these types of games. And the Packers hammer the Vikings 41-17. It was 41-3 at one point. Vikings got the last 10 points of the game. This Vikings team, really difficult to figure out. I mean, they've got that division locked up, obviously, but you, if you're a Viking fan, you really have to be concerned. This is a heated rivalry between these two teams, and it has to hurt to get hammered by the Packers and to keep that door open for a Packer playoff spot. And the 49ers nipped the Raiders in overtime 37-34. to 34. Jared Stidman, 23 for 34 for 365 yards and three TDs, but he threw an interception in overtime, got bumped by his offensive lineman who is being pressured by Boza, and the 49ers escape with the win. They still have a shot at the number one seed. They are on a roll, but has to be concerning to give up 34 points to this Raider team. Christian McCaffrey, 19 rushes for 121 yards in that game. And Josh Jacobs, only the second player in Raiders franchise history to exceed 2,000 yards for scrimmage, joining Marcus Allen. Still left, of course, the Steelers and Ravens on Sunday night. And big clash on Monday night, the Bills and the Bengals. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsup.com podcast at gmail.com visit our website at ramsup.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com Till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there music courtesy of the youtube audio library tracks featuring bar crawl by track tribe buckeye bonsai by vans in japan and crimson fly by hamama Hama.